Hi everybody and welcome to day 10 of our Stationary Freaks Advent Calendar Goodness where we're talking routines, habits, goals, all sorts of stuff, aren't we Helen? All sorts of stuff, exactly right. It, some would call it eclectic, others would call it completely random. Yeah, but there is that theme going through it, isn't there, which is, you know, goals, routines, habits, discipline, and we're going to talk about habit stacking in the next episode. You mean aside from the stationary theme going all the way through it? Yes, absolutely. There is that. For me, this stuff all hangs together. This is like the core of better personal productivity. I think that's probably the best way to describe it, really. I think so. It's achieving that potential that we talk about with stationary, isn't it, you know? We, we talked about on the uh, minimalist episode about the hundreds and hundreds of notebooks that we've we've each got and how one of them might contain that potential that leads to that thing that we're trying to create. And I think that's really what we're, we're sort of talking about. In today's episode, we're actually going to be talking about how you track goals. So we've talked earlier about how to define them, how to break them down. Uh, we've talked about how to bring them to life through habits and routines. And today, Helen, we are talking about how you track them, how you track your progress. Does yes. that sound good? It does. And I think you're going to rely heavily on me uh, for this one because <laughs> you, you said I'm uh, somewhat slightly more, I won't use the, the exact phrasing, um, but slightly more fastidious when it comes to That's tracking goals. <laughs> <laughs> I've used something very similar to that. It's shorter word. But yes, you are really, really good at the continual application of effort. I am much more great for a little while and then I fall off which is why I rely so heavily on setting up and building new habits and habit stacking because what you do is much much harder for me yeah well mine in a sense get turned into to routines should we say and uh, trying to make them into habits has always been tricky for me in a previous episode we talked about milestones mini milestones and I think this to me is the key for measuring your progress against your goals um, so let's take um, my YouTube channel, for example. Yes. I've got a goal of publishing somewhere between 250 videos on that channel within five years. So it's a long-term commitment. Uh, I might choose to deviate if the numbers continue to stay quite low, but YouTube's a bit of a marathon. You have to keep putting videos out there in order to get into the algorithm. So let's say we've got five years to do 250 videos. So it makes a lot of sense to break that down into yearly objectives. That's 50 videos a year. Is that correct? Have yeah. I worked that one out right? You did. Yes. Good maths. My maths is shocking. Um, my <laughs> maths teacher at school said that I have no idea what the difference between my elbow and my backside is when it comes to maths. <laughs> so young yeah. and you spotted that, Rob. <laughs> I know. I know. What a horrible thing to say to a kid at school. Yeah. I'm sure you, I'm sure... Joking aside, that is absolutely dreadful. She was right, though. I'm I'm mostly useless at maths. Every time you say that, your brain hears that, and it it does everything it can to make that true, which is a shame because it's not true. It is a shame. It is a shame. I'm actually awesome at maths. So yeah. does that help? It does. Really <laughs> well, carry on. Sorry. Oh, we get sidetracked so easily. I'm aiming for fifty videos a year. So when we look at the the course of obviously a year, it's got so many weeks, so many months. And let's say that I'm only going to work, I don't know, 48, uh, maybe 50 weeks of the year on these videos. So really, I want to be tracking against one video a week, essentially, is is where I'm heading to. So how do I track that? Well, I've got the goal written in the moleskin at the front, you know, 50 videos this year. 
So I've got my goal nice and clear. It's super measurable. You know, it's entirely measurable. It really is. That's a really good one to sort of kind of tick off. What do you do? Tick it off every week? Have you got a little, tell me you've got a little chart, like a little bullet journal that says, I'm on it this week, Rob. I'm not that fastidious, potentially. Yeah. So what I have, though, is I have um, a mark and fold notebook, one of those wonderful ones that we talked about a while back in our Station of Heroes. The paper is so yummy in those, isn't it? I know. It's amazing. It's amazing. And I've started using a a slightly darker HB pencil to to stand out. And I like the, the pencil for this because I often rub out the ideas that I capture. So in this mark and fold notebook, I've written out every video I want to do. And, I, you know, there's 360 odd videos in written out and numbered, numbered list. You'd like it. It's, you know, one to 350. The title and that's it. So what I do is I go through and I put a little dot next to the video that I want to record and then I cross it out. And then when I've recorded it and it's published, I actually go back with a highlight pen and I highlight it. So I can see very clearly which ones I've not yet created so it's a nice visual prompt that's really weird though because actually highlighting is to remind you to it draws your attention to what you're looking at and you're highlighting it effectively to cross it off completely well i I find it happens in slightly reverse because then i can see clearly which ones haven't been highlighted you're looking for the pattern break i guess yeah and then over time as the pages become more and more highlighted then i can see which ones i've got to do quickly now here's where it gets to the measure of those 50 videos is i use a different colored highlighter for each year Ooh, so i can see yeah well, you see coding, Rob. <laughs> yeah now most people would say well, why don't you put it into like trello or even a spreadsheet actually would be much easier to track this but spreadsheets make me sick uh, as soon as i see a spreadsheet i just feel really <laughs> really just angry i don't like spreadsheets you know we've worked together long enough you know that if anyone ever brought a spreadsheet to me as a plan it would be immediately rejected (laughs) for me it's that color coding and each year there's a little key at the top you know orange for 2021 and then yellow for 2022 and for me that's how i i just calculate them you know based on you kind of know whether you're doing a video a week i mean it's it's pretty obvious when you fall off that wagon because you're just not spending your time creating videos so for me, that's how I do it. And I go through and I just count up every quarter. I'll probably just do a quick look and see where I'm uh, trending. I was going to say, you don't number them so that you can say, because I'm guessing, what do you do? Add to the bottom every time you have an idea for a new video, you add to the bottom and then that's you're it. crossing off as you go and then you're highlighting as you publish. But you don't actually know you've got to your 50 for your year unless you, are you numbering them or do you count them every time you wonder how many you've done? I just count them. You're so inefficient. Yeah, but it's it's tactile. It's, no, it's, it's sitting with the notebook. It's offline. It's using pens and these mark and fold notebooks. I'm absolutely and, on board with that. Absolutely all yeah. the way. <laughs> and video creation is quite a, a slow, difficult process. I mean, it takes a lot of energy and effort to bring a video to life. I don't think people quite realize how hard it can be. And I don't go through the list in order either. So it's not like I create video number one, then number two, which would be easy because then I could just, you know, count all the videos with the number next to them. But I go for whatever inspires me that week or I feel is a good topic to talk about. So I might dart from video number two one week and then video number 210 the next, which makes it a lot harder to track it. So that's how I do it with videos. Helen, have you got any examples? I was going to say, I, I can see how that's quite hard to track it if you're jumping around all over the place. I 
track that well where i track i track the same way so if i want to do everything something the same thing every week i'm doing exactly what you're doing i am trying to do it every day every week three times a week whatever and i shamelessly use my bullet journal for exactly this but i don't do it forever so i have this pattern in my world where i have a brief burst of enthusiasm and energy to achieve something and it tails off relatively quickly so i have to build it into a habit by that point in time and we'll be talking a little bit later about mm. how that habit habit stacking can work but f for the tracking of it i absolutely if i want to work out three times a week i will put a little uh three boxes in my bullet journal so that they have to have a tick in otherwise it's evident that i haven't done it and i'm using it exactly the same as you i'm spotting where there's a break in my pattern and there's yeah. also breaks in my pattern i would add i am yeah, nice and perfect so you know maybe maybe your way is better than mine on the basis i am less good at sticking with this stuff yeah possibly possibly i mean i you know i, I have this thing called the fridge of accountability which I, think, <laughs> I don't know whether we've talked about this on a, a podcast maybe we should do an episode but this this is where i print uh, essentially a google calendar of all the things i want to try and get done that week they're blocked out into the calendar time blocking or calendar blocking as it's commonly known so that's how i go about sort of I guess, building the ideal week, because let's face it, you know, I don't always stick to this. And then I stick it on the fridge, hence it's the fridge of accountability. Every time I go to the fridge, I see what I should be doing that week. And I put a little tick on the, the Google Calendar and print a new one every Monday. So that's another way to sort of track progress. But ultimately, it all boils down to the end of the year annual review, which I've just done, where I look back and go, this is what I said I was going to do. <laughs> How did I track? And videos last year i was aiming for 50 and i only clocked 18 which was very disappointing but you've still put out 18 more than you would have done yeah absolutely but what that does is it allows me to then look at 2022 goals and say look i'm i'm trying to do too much or i'm yeah. losing my enthusiasm at some point therefore i can readjust for the following year yeah do you reflect on sort of why that 50 was because that's that's not even half, so that's quite a considerable miss, and I don't want to emphasize that too much, Rob. I, don't feel <laughs> I should be picking on you. It's more about can you understand what got in your way for those eighteen, for those for sort of the other, however many it was thirty-two. Yeah, I I lost a lot of time moving house. I mean, let's face <laughs> it, that's always a, a traumatic event. Then I uh, I did a video about turning my shed into a YouTube studio, which took a lot longer because there was obviously the DIY involved with actually doing the work. Yeah. And then recording that as well is is pretty tricky. Setting up two cameras, making sure you you know making interesting. So I did lose a lot of time there and a few conferences. And then I think generally it just it was just a bit of a tricky year really all round. I think for everybody involved. And um, yeah, time to reflect and move forward with 2022. Yeah, and that's exactly the thing, isn't it? Which is if you you can recognise that most of the things that got in your way were exceptional circumstances, not yeah. that you weren't wedded to your goal or any of the rest of it. And just knowing that means that you can quite happily set a 50 uh, video target again this year and you can absolutely work towards that confident knowing that actually, you know, you're not going to be moving house again. You're not going to be rebuilding yeah. your studio. All of those were one-off events, which is, you know, quite encouraging, I think. It is. It's a stoic way, isn't it? Set a target, but don't be wedded to it. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. And with that, we are well over on, on today's. Um, but that's just a, an example of how I do it. It'd be really interesting, actually, to hear how you're doing it. So join us on Instagram, Stationary Freaks UK. Uh, please use the hashtag Stationary Freaks Advent. 
your chance to win one of those two perfect notebooks courtesy yes. of Helen and share with us you know are you using bullet journals are you using Todoist spreadsheets Trello you name it there's all sorts of ways to track goals we'd be really interested to hear how you're doing it thank you everybody for listening and looking forward to seeing you in the next podcast bye bye